Did they really say that? <laughs> I'm almost certain at one point I was like, what are they chanting? And they're like, Lane's a faggot. I was like, I was like, I, I can't be hearing that, but I, I like turned my TV way up. They had like hella audio issues in that game, and I had it cranked up really loud at my house, and you could hear they would just catch these random women saying like, "What the fuck? What the fuck, Raps? What the fuck?" <laughs> it was so fun. Love love when a, a female uh, gets freaked out about a football game. Did you see um, when they started throwing all the bottles and shit? A lot of it was just hitting people in front of them. Yeah. You see these guys like wind up and throw as hard as they can, and it goes like three rows down and hits a lady in the back of the head. There was a uh, there was a few arms I think in the stands, but for the most oh, part, yeah, they they just there was some that were hitting like the middle of the field. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, there was some guy on Twitter that took a picture. It was like, damn, there's some some dude's got a cannon. And it was like a water bottle at the 50, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bonkers, man. It's absolutely well, who, who brought a golf ball? Yeah, that's what I was, like, it's hard as hell to sneak liquor in there and shit. I've, you know, known guys that do it in Ziploc baggies and, like, all sorts of weird stuff. But just to be able to bring in a golf ball is... Crazy. A bottle of mustard. What happened with the golf ball? So, uh, it on the field. Yeah, there was a bunch of bad calls in this college football game, and they just threw it. Uh, they were throwing shit all on the field. That's hilarious. It was a nightmare. I actually, when I when I worked for that team, Tennessee, uh, we went to Kentucky one year, and they hadn't beaten us in like fucking twenty something years. It was like twenty eight years, I think. And they were throwing batteries and quarters and shit at us while we were on the field. It was uh, it was fucking hostile as shit. People are crazy. LSU, LSU used to do that every week, no matter who they were playing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 wild as shit sometimes. Oh yeah. They don't. Um, you can't you can't take your helmet off if you're playing against LSU. That's what I hear. And uh, Tim had. I'm sure you know Tim Tebow has a book. Every famous person has a book. Yeah. I fucking read the Tim Tebow book years ago, and he talked about how every week, or I mean every year, like the week that they played LSU, he'd get like multiple death threats, and people would be like calling his family members and like threatening their lives, and like Jesus Christ, telling him not to suit up against LSU. <laughs> Dude, I could go, I could go on for hours about the craziness of Southern college football, like the guy uh, who poisoned the the tree in in Tumor's Corner. Uh, oh Auburn, yeah, Auburn, he Alabama. Him with Roundup. He yeah, went. <laughs> yeah, it was like commercial grade fucking tree shit. They, and and then he went and bragged about it on the largest like football radio show in Alabama, and he went to prison for it. That was just the funniest. Golly, it's the dumbest, weirdest people in the country caring about the dumbest, weirdest sport. I, I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I actually was looking up. I had like uh, airplane tickets, a ticket lined up, a guy that was going to pick me up from the airport in Nashville to go to that game, and I couldn't find a place for my dog, unfortunately. I'm glad I didn't go now. That would have cost a grip just to watch us lose. But that that game was bonkers. Mm -hmm. It was a hell of a game. 
think we may be in good hands. I don't know. I thought I thought Heupel was playing with um, borrowed players. Oh yeah, yeah. His whole sure. career before Tennessee, because like he came in behind Frost. Frost, yeah. And just kind of took those same guys and kept winning. But he looks good with Tennessee, and that's that's impressive because Tennessee has been bad for a while. Yeah, I think that's kind of the reason why they went a little crazy last night too. Is it was like a decade's worth of pent up frustration. Yeah. But uh, Kim, you're back on Twitter. Is that right? I am back on Twitter. We are now the suck dictator, and I am not. I'm Kim, not the dictator. I'm just an average Korean man this time. Just an American guy. Yeah, I'm a Korean American. Possibly a Korean Jewish American coming soon as well. He loves barbecues, football, and the idea. And the idea. Yeah, I mean, and today's been a pretty good good day as well. This is the most activity I've gotten without having to do anything. I just posted something about how I, uh, if I don't get 300 followers by the end of the day, I was going to shit in a library book and then reshelve it. And uh, <clears throat> it got it got picked up by a couple big accounts. And I've gained like almost 50 followers today. I'm almost at 300. <laughs> I think it might actually happen. Ooh. That's a pretty big day. I don't yeah. know if I've ever gotten that much. Maybe we'll put you back on the podcast Twitter uh, bio once oh, you hit. Oh, uh, is that what it is? You're capping me? I have to reach a certain follower yeah. count. <laughs> it's, it's not good optics if we got somebody with 300 followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. I'll just keep extorting my followers until I reach 1,000. Like I, uh, to, In order to get to 200, I threatened to cut off a Jewish man's nose. That did, that did it pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, it's either one or the other. You're either getting the followers or you're getting suspended. Yeah, that's true. I, there's only so far I could go with this until someone picks it up and I get fo- <laughs> get suspended for threats. Yeah, that's kind of like when you know you've gotten big enough is when the random people report you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess Umami will join us late. We've been recording for a little bit now, but I wanna uh, we'll, we'll make sure he gets in here and does it. I, I bet you he'll join up. So, uh, what was that video you posted earlier? Sorry, I'm fucking eating right now. I'm going to eat on the podcast. uh, You posted a video. uh, Baby said ain't nobody eating no damn cake. I haven't even viewed it yet. It's just just a baby going going to pound town. I don't know. He's just... Oh, is he just going crazy? Yeah, he did just starts see- punching his mom in the face. <laughs> did you see know. that video of that like that fifty year old Mexican dude? It was like he's like my dad on his fiftieth birthday and it's just this like fat Mexican dude in a cowboy hat holding like a whiskey bottle and he's just standing there and you have like one of those mariachi bands in the background. Oh and he suddenly just starts like bouncing around. Dancing. Yeah, he just starts bouncing around the room and falls on the dude. That rules. That's what I'm shooting to be awesome. like when I'm 50 years old. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to be Mexican when I'm old. Yeah, I just want to be a fat, <laughs> alcoholic Mexican when I'm old. 
Did something happen today? Uh, I haven't, you know, I, I saw the flag at half-mast, and I don't know if, like, a shooting or something happened today. I've just started to assume that every time I see the flag at half-mast, there was another shooting. Personally, I feel like it's been like that since 9-11. I, I mean, maybe it hasn't, but I just feel, yeah, there's... It should be. Well, I see the flag just at half-mast, and then I try and... Over that. I see the flag at half-mast, and then I try and, like, do, like, a quick search or something like that. You know, try and figure out what it is, and I can find nothing. It's like people woke up one day. It's like, yeah, I guess we got to honor the dead. Yeah, it's like a cop who's dead, or a school shooting, or the healthcare workers, or fucking COVID victim. I, like, I don't even know anymore. I don't like it. It seems it seems kind of pussy. Yes. You know, it's I like agree. it's like a surrender flag. Like, let's lower the flag. They got they got us. Let's go ahead and. Yeah. Surrender for a day. Yeah, you think China's doing that shit? They no, have, they're like, getting the flag higher. In other whatever. yeah, they put it up higher. In other words, you really agree with that scene from The Irishman where Jimmy Hoffa gets mad that they lowered the flag at half mast for uh, for Kennedy's funeral, so he has them go up and raise the flag up to the top of the pole. Yeah. Nah, no, I haven't yeah. seen that movie yet. Oh, it rules. There's a scene like yeah, he gets mad Catholics. that they lowered the flag to half mast during Kennedy's funeral. I feel like that was all a little overblown. <laughs> the Kennedy assassination. You think it was overblown? Like it was too yeah. much? They played too much on yeah, it? Yeah, they just, yeah, it was just a little, I mean, enough's enough. You know, like, the dead president. I mean, like it is, the whole, the whole running plot of it is that, sorry, Turbo, I'm going to spoil this for you because you've had more than enough time to watch this film, is that, you know, Kennedy gets assassinated. You can tell that the mob has like this tie, these ties into his administration and stuff like that. And then they drop towards the end of the movie, where he got where uh, Russell Buffalino goes up to De Niro and says like, "Oh, if they can whack a president, they can whack a president of the union." So the implication is like the mob theory that the mob whacked uh, JFK and it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. Or if it was yeah. him, he was he was paid by the mob, which yeah. I think is a very good theory. I mean, it does have some strong it, it base. It was, it was, it was. Um, I always heard that it was the Traficantes. Mm -hmm. They're from Tampa, and the the reason was, and Miami too. The reason was, um, like something to do with casinos. Yeah, the casinos in, in Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, and so they were like involved in the Bay of Pigs. And mm -hmm. then he kind of left him hanging, so they yeah. whacked him. Yeah, so that's exactly what like that. So it wasn't the ex-Marine with a, a crack shot. Well, well, I think he, I think he could have. Um, I think Harvey Lee Harvey Oswald made the shots. I think he was the shooter, but I think he was paid, okay. or you uh, know, so there there was someone behind him. Yeah, there was a connection there. People, have, yeah. people have, like started well, the whole thing out. He knew he knew people involved in all that shit somehow. Yeah, yeah. And he and, he wasn't just some random guy. And I mean, and so the Irishmen, what they do is they do play on the whole Bay of Pigs thing as well. In fact, they actually have the whole thing with the main character being involved, where he arms, the, he helps arm the Cubans or whatever. And so the whole idea is, is that yeah, the mob is helping JFK stage the Bay of Pigs on the premise that. They will get their casinos back in Cuba. That fails. Ke Kennedy fails to uh, meet up on his end, so they they just kill him. You know, he forgets who puts him, yeah. who they put him into power, or whatever. 
Yeah, because apparently there was some wild shit as far as him getting elected. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think people did this shit with uh, with Abraham Lincoln, or do you think people were just like, yeah, no, it was that fag, uh, that that actor guy, that weirdo, said some mm-hmm. weirded Latin shit after he shot. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think Lincoln's death is a little bit more cut and dry. It was just right, some like so it was just some pro secessionist right? uh, actor who happened to have be very popular and was able. And you know, it's also during that period where like it, there's no security around the president at all. Yeah, he just had to walk up some stairs and open a door. Well, the motivation isn't confusing when when you think about yeah. Lincoln. It's like well, he just you know fought half the country in a war. Right. Yeah, but like. Kennedy was well liked, so it's just kind of mm-hmm. left field. Yeah, that is true. People got to people got to see it too. John like, Wilkes, uh, yeah, I mean John Wilkes Booth may be a bad dude, but uh, I uh, screaming six semper Tyrannus when you shoot a guy is pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he, he hops. Yeah, he, he hops, hops off, breaks both of his legs, right? Yeah, he bro- no, he breaks one of his ankles, I think, because he's like hobbling okay. off the stage. Yeah, he did like limp out. <laughs> Say some flowery gay shit after you shoot the president, yeah. and then immediately injured. Gonna get caught. <laughs> I mean, like it, it's it 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 would be like a, someone from the south. To scream something uh, like in Latin before killing someone, you know, that seems like a very like secessionist, you know, the white the, the white man's uh, history or whatever. So it's like they hold Latin up as being like this elite language or whatever. I could see it. Turns out he was just a failed actor. Didn't that is really pretty funny. Like, I had a. Well, uh, I had a book about him. I don't even remember where they chased him, but it was like some book that my parents got me when I was little. And it was like chasing um chasing Booth or something like that. And they talked about how that like these, you know, the pull of these federal agents or whatever traced him all the way out to like Texas or something like that, you know. Just, you know, like they just chased him across the United States. That must have been a rush. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny too is how many people were willing to help him. That's what they were talking about too. Is they were saying they were saying how shocking how many people in the north were willing to house him. But I guess it's uh, I guess that's not too shocking considering that it's still like that polarized period. Yeah, dude, that'd, that'd, that'd be, be like uh, on by a thread there. For that'd be like someone who's a Trump supporter committing some sort of act in the north and then like taking refuge in a Trump supporter's house in the north. Like there are Trump people in the north. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The uh, what? So that one's not even the weirdest or the gayest uh, assassination attempt. I mean, the guy who's obsessed with Jodie Foster to the point where he thinks that killing reagan that rules will, uh, <laughs> like that's we've got some weird ones we've mm-hmm. got some really weird assassination people this is how li- this is how stupid um this assassination is but so uh, people think of uh, lincoln and jfk as the two main president assassinations but there's another president's assassination and it is so unknown that people just straight up don't even like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know the president's name who was assassinated, but like, exactly. But the, but the, what happened to him is that there used to be this 
time, like in the early 1800s, where you could, uh, where you could just like meet the president and go up and shake his hand. It'd be like literally a meet and greet. <laughs> he's just sitting at a table, and you just go up and you can meet the president. And uh, some guy, he's like sitting on a stage. It almost looks like a carnival or something like that. And some guy just walks up, shakes it, shakes his hand, and shoots him. You know, it's not, here I'm gonna find it. That. Are you talking about Teddy Roosevelt? No, he didn't die. Yeah, they they tried to. Yeah, no, they there, tried to get his ass too. There's a dead. No, is he, someone he was fine. He, yeah, he um, was cool about it. Wasn't it his speech or something? I'm not yeah, talking it about was before Teddy. speech. He gave the speech after he got shot. He um, he like put his finger up to his mouth to see if he had any blood coming out of his mouth. He's like, oh no, I'm good. William Fine. McKinley. That's who William I'm talking about. William McKinley. Took place at 4.07 p.m. September 6, 1901, actually. So it wasn't the early 1800s. McKinley attending a Pan-American expedition was shot twice in the abdomen in close range. An anarchist with a 32. <laughs> An anarchist. That's the only thing they've ever fucking done. There's another one, too. Uh, I remember this one. Uh, so... That, like, there was a period of time where, like, the president just didn't live in the White House. Like, you know, it was like the White House was built, but they would they would commute to the White House. And uh, James A. Garfield, the 20th president of the United States, uh, he used to take the train to take him to the White House. And he was shot outside, like, at the train station on his way to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> That's awesome. There's just these, uh, sat, these two, like... You have Lincoln, who's very well known. He's the first, you know, the first presidential assassination. You got these two guys in the middle, and then you got Ken Kennedy. These two guys in the middle, everyone forgot about. <laughs> and Harvey Oswald was definitely like the coolest one. I mean, he got Kennedy's head to go up like a grape. Uh, yeah. The rest of them are just kind of like, I don't know. It's hilarious. Not as cool. That's funny, yeah, though, they, that after McKinley, they were like, it took three presidential assassinations for them to be like, all right, maybe we should get some security around this, dude. Gotta <laughs> we gotta it. do yeah. something about this. <laughs> well, like, think stuck. about, like, think about, like, the 1800s. The president of a country was still not much more than, like, a warlord. Like, fucking yeah. Andrew Jackson was, like, getting shot all the time. Yeah. He got shot, like, Probably double-digit amount of times. But Lincoln wasn't a warlord, you'd call him. Like, he never was on the front lines. No, but you know what I mean. A lot of these guys were, like, Mm -hmm. generals and shit. Yeah. Obviously, there's the Ferdinand one, but, like, isn't it kind of crazy that there aren't a whole lot of assassination attempts on really any world leaders, right? Like, I mean, everyone thought, I remember when Obama first got elected, everyone's like, oh my God, this country's so racist, someone's going to try and take him out. I used to think that. Like, I used to think someone would like, I remember like in yeah. middle school, we oh, think someone was, was going to try and kill yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of also thought that they were going to do that to Trump because yeah. people were just so angry about him. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that they, they might just go all the way. Just <laughs> I wouldn't have been shocked. You don't no, think someone like, won't take a shot at, uh, at Biden? No, he's just he's just a lazy old man. He's They're not waiting like... for God to do that. <laughs> I'm now at 284 followers and counting. We're we're doing it tonight. Moving on up. Yeah, moving we're on up. Like, like the Jeffersons. 
Uh, is it your place to be watching that? Is it my place to be watching? <laughs> I can't watch yeah. the Jeffersons. Wow. You check your privilege before you reference that <laughs> show. Yeah, that'd be funny if there was a like a a function on like cable television where it asks you like your ethnic background and then they tailor your cable television to that to your answers so if you're white like you just can't watch anything with a uh that's black like a black sitcom they're they're only yeah, exclusive like, to black families yeah i remember when i was a kid and i was able to watch bet god that was it <laughs> You're like, you're like, oh, you're not Asian. You cannot well, uh, watch Fresh Off the Boat. That's an Asian exclusive show. <laughs> you have to be Asian. You have to have at least twenty five percent Asian blood in you in order to watch this show. Oh, you're not. I still think we would win. To be honest, like, think about if you you got the Asian cable, and all you get to watch is like. Like, how many shows are there with Asian people on there? I know a lot of Asian people that like Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, no, 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 no. That, that'll that be on our channel. That's on our channel. <laughs> this is just cable separate but equal. Y'all can y'all can have your ninja movies, but we're keeping Walker. Y'all can have your anime. You guys get to keep your anime. We don't want it. <laughs> we, yeah, just, get we want our college football. Yeah. <laughs> they, get, they get Jackie Chan, so basically Rush Hour doesn't exist anymore. They can keep their Naruto so long as that I get to see my Dallas Cowboys. That's all I care about. They discovered, by the way. Cha-ching. Love that. Oh, man. Did the, did the game end? I stopped looking. Yeah, he threw game-winning touchdown pass and overtime. Fuck. It's in your deck. This Let's see. And that's the sports update for the podcast. Yeah. Actually, it was after McKinley that the Secret Service was created. I just looked that up. I just read that. <laughs> like, so you had to get like, shot by an anarchist <laughs> for the United States to be yeah. like, oh, maybe we should have some, some bodies around this dude. It is kind of crazy that we were a little late late to react on that <laughs> you know like it to happen a few more times well and if you think about it the timeline actually makes sense you forget that like over in russia this is still like tsarist russia or whatever in 1905 right. they had their fucking uh the czar oh, nicholas the right. first or whatever he got uh what's it he got his ass blown up the previous the not the not the last czar but the czar before him his dad he got like blown up by an anarchist yeah that's when that's when shit started getting wild like, the early 1900s, like from 1900 to 1910, was like that golden age of like anarchy, where anarchists were going around blowing shit up, and then they kind of yeah, became less popular. It was right before they had surveillance cameras, and that just ruined the whole thing, man. Ruined everything. Well, it, it's not good recruiting for your cause when you're like setting off bombs and shit. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Unless People get scared of you. So yeah, no one like ISIS, you get like some roaring applause from anybody. That's could you imagine? Could you imagine someone today trying to like blow something up and then like getting up on a stage and being like, "Long live the revolution!" <laughs> it's just a bomb. You'd be like, "What the fuck?" You get a, uh, you know, obviously you get arrested immediately because policing yeah. is much better. Second off, people will think you're a fucking monster. They wouldn't buy into your cause. Yeah. 
Unless they're like an edge lord. Look at like, it this most way. People didn't like the Vosky. Look at it this way. At least Islamic terrorism does it from a very far proximity from their own country to where they can't even see it. So supporters don't see or feel the actual bombings in their own country. No, they just see the, the death toll like a scoreboard. They're like, like scoreboard. hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> 12 points for Johnny. That's a new, that's a new March record. <laughs> Like you're doing, it's you're kind of crazy. You're doing good, Muhammad. You got you got ten new points this year. They got they got like the, uh, the Saudi ESPN, and <laughs> that's all they cover. <laughs> it's just like the top ten of the week: car bombings in Iraq. Like this is Allah Akbar chants in the background, and then some some truck going twenty miles an hour up against a wall just explodes. When the when the bomb like explode you know whatever explosion happens, kind of like how uh, like uh, Latin American like soccer announcers will scream like goal and they'll just hold it. You just hear all the Muslims just screaming <laughs> and like something in Arabic as the bomb is going off. It is great. Like, how are they not using drones more? Like, I know drug dealers use them, but no, they are. They are in all are these they? little conflicks in the Middle East. They're all yeah, using drones. Just be dropping shit. And then going back to assassination attempts, how has somebody not done that yet? Like, where you can be remote. Hmm. That just doesn't... I, my guess would be that the, the White House literally has, like, a, a, some sort of EMP or something that could probably just, like, deaden anything that comes over. But, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Not not endorsing this idea at all. It's just not, not endorsing. We at the Dudes Rock podcast do not endorse blowing Listen, people Listen, domestic up. terrorism's only cool on January. Every other time, it's it's not cool. It's cringe, actually. If you think and what it. we're not gonna do is link in the description uh, the type of drone that you would actually be able to use to yeah, pull that off. Little, yeah, it's got a little button, drops it, you know. And a dark web website to get the explosives. We're not going to put that in the description. Not going to be there. Because we no don't want you to do it. We would get so mad Yes. if you try to do it. It would be so cringe if you became a domestic <laughs> terrorist. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look for a drone that can drop things. I know they make planes that can. Yeah, for $34, you can you can buy a drone that can drop <laughs> something. Like, it has a... Wow. Could we, could we have just started a revolution? No. Dude, if everybody bought a bunch of these, you could sit at home. Just take, take over the world. Oh, let me see this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Just an army of those. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the army has that dark where they uh, they have these uh, drones that can come out of some sort of uh, mothership and they're all going to have like C4 on them and stuff like that. And the concept is like you can shoot down some of them. But it's like a swarm of thousands, so Holy. there's definitely going to be some that get through. 
and uh, it's like just it's kind of a brilliant idea. But um, hmm. I don't know if they're actually developed that all the way. Out. Yeah, gotta make one that can that can pull a trigger. Then you're in business. You can give them all pistols. Oh, dude, they they actually do have this uh this automated team now that like basically it's just like I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's like you know those like turrets or uh sentry. It's like that. Um, oh, found. Check this out. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is that? It's got a grenade launcher, belt oh, fed oh, machine gun. I love how yeah. someone would join the military. So this is like an Air Force thing, right? Uh, yeah, I, this looks like it's a private company's. Okay, because I was gonna say if the oh, Air Force does this, it's like that's just funny that like you you know you have to you basically have to be at like the graduate like the top of your class all the stuff just to fly around a drone. Yeah. <laughs> well, the U.S. has ones that like shoot rockets and shit. Mm -hmm. This is just a gun. This is Turkish though. It's from the Turkish it's, military. It's amazing. They've actually got these uh, these airplane drones now that can land on aircraft carriers and act as like kind of refueling uh, tankers for the actual fighters. Crazy shit they're doing. But yeah, it is like I think you're just in a Connex box in Colorado somewhere, and you're like just bombing children. Or whatever you don't even get to go to the middle east they don't even no. let you go to like i don't think so i mean i think you could be in like the uae or something maybe i mean i want the experience you know going to the desert yeah you get a little sun you know try and do some dust so i wanted to ask this uh because we wanted to talk about it last week, but we never got around to it. What is the deal with this Barstool guy and the White Sox? You posted earlier, it's this video of this guy from Barstool, Chicago, that apparently confronted uh, John Cusack and told him he's not allowed to cheer for the White Sox. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. very hard to watch. Um, but uh, I didn't realize how tall John Cusack was uh, watching that video. Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I've said it. Um, but, yeah, apparently he, like, cheers for both teams. Like, he cheers for the the White Sox and the Cubs. So hmm. that that cringy Barstool dude, uh, like, was trying to give him shit, and I don't even know what it turned into. But then I started He basically about turned him around. He was like, um, he's like, no, I'm going to do what I want, and uh, fuck you, and whatever. Yeah. And then the, by the end, the guy was like, you know what? I just think it's it's kind of weird, you know? And he was like, he's like almost yeah. like trying to de-escalate. He realized he didn't. Yeah, it looked very like cringy. Uh, huh. Not, no, he didn't like own him. Or yeah, it's just like a bar stool guy making a fool yeah. of himself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then I started thinking about like the movie Con Air. Huh. And, uh, thinking about how cool that movie is. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, that's about it. John Cusack, Cusack's tall or Cusack, and uh, he, 
he he kind of made the barstool guy look like it. Even though it is kind of weird to root for two teams in the same city. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a Clippers and Lakers fan or, like, a Jets and Giants fan. Maybe they do exist. What about, so. what about instead of Kuzak, it's Kuzak, and it's a trans guy that also has a pussy and balls? No. No? <laughs> That's what I thought of. He's Asian. Yeah. Kuz. Oh, I was thinking of, like, the, uh, what is it? Like, Kuz is in reference to pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a term that you hear thrown around all the time. No. <laughs> You're thrown around by Italians in New Jersey. That's about it. I didn't even know that that was real. I, yeah, that I don't know. That's one of those like words that you hear on Sopranos or something like that. So, you know, naturally you, you assume that a television, television show accurately depicts an Italian-American culture. <laughs> and they're yeah, slaying. done a bang up job so far. TV <laughs> depictions are always spot on. You always never spot on. Never happened. Jersey Shore was so fucking funny, dude. I don't even like that whole time period in television was so crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, all those fake reality television shows and Flavor Flav being like on television all the time. Did y'all? Uh... Did y'all watch the Mini Saints of Newark movie? The Sopranos movie? Not yet. Not yet. I think I'm going to, but I haven't yet. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. A lot of people don't like it. I heard Joey Diaz is in it. Does yeah. He like a big... He's got two scenes, and you'll see what I mean. He has... Oh, he's, like in, he's like barely he's like, in it? Yeah, he's barely in it, and he's kind of in it as like a joke. He's kind of like one of those comedic relief guys. Oh, my God. So... Like, the thing is, uh, if you, like, follow him or anything like that on social media, it really seems like he's been busy no. with this movie for a long time. And, like, busy as in he's a bad actor. Like, they probably had him rerun those scenes a thousand times until they finally had to but take it. Oh, he made it seem like he was, just, like, a substantial character. No, he's not a substantial character. <laughs> He's, he has very little, he has, he is so inconsequential to the overall story that it's not even funny. I just love how you can be Cuban and like somehow you're just a cast as Italian. Uh, that's well, he's got now. That, the accent, yeah. you know, the old school. That's so perfect. Yeah. It was a good movie though, but I... I, I've heard a lot of criticism about it where they're like, oh, well, they don't show enough about Tony. And I think if you're going in for Tony, you're going in it for the wrong reason. The movie's not about Tony Soprano. The movie's about Christopher's dad, Dickie Moltisanti. It, it's a story about him, not Christopher. Tony. Christopher, your dog. Christopher. That is probably one of the funniest things ever, that you just get so high that you set, sit on your girlfriend's dog. <laughs> oh, whoops. Whoops. Yeah, that movie also has crazy amount of spoilers. If you've never, uh, if you, I've had to tell a friend of mine who's like watching the show right now for the first time. Like he can't oh, watch. You can't watch the movie. Like I'm not, uh, everyone here has seen the movie or the show, right? I have not. Yeah. You've not I've seen the seen show? It. No, no, I have 
Oh, then you should probably watch the show first because it, I mean the movie will be on HBO, but like not even a minute in, and they have a spoiler for Christopher's character in season six, like in the last season. Like it is, really? it is jam packed. The movie revolves so much around the the audience having seen the show that if you don't see the show, you're lost. And I think that's also why some people don't like it because maybe some I've people. I've been trying never... to carve out like a long weekend to to just knock the show out um i'm thinking thanksgiving maybe it it takes more than that dude it's so many it's it's it's, such a long fucking show it is a long show it's like what 12 episodes a season and that's not even counting six seasons six seasons actually twice that so it's more like seven seasons and each episode's an hour so here let's do let's do a little bit of quick holy shit that's like that's a week straight of time. Yeah, so... Three yeah. days and 14 hours. Yeah, that's what, what you're looking at. That's if you straight. just watch it nonstop. Yeah, that's... So, realistically, that's... that's there was... A, I don't think... I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I've seen a lot of it, but I haven't gotten all the way through. It, it might help to, like, actually have seen... Again, it helps to see the actual, like full show because it does have some major spoilers about the show right in the very beginning i like a show that you can you can binge watch in like a day or two yeah like band like of brothers you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. band of brothers was yeah turn that on huge now you can turn that on and you can watch it for like a day and a half and you know do nothing else but so it's that's so it long, honestly without seeing that show Honestly, with this movie, uh, one of the biggest critiques, and I kind of agree with this one, though, is that it would have been an excellent miniseries. They could have done a mini, HBO could have done a miniseries on it, but they try and jam pack so much, uh, like, show references and, you know, like, funny little moments and everything like that. Make it really authentic and capture everything from, like, how it was in the old days or whatever, that it turns into, like, a three and a half hour long movie or something like that. Jeez, that's a long, that's a long ass fucking movie. It's long as hell. That's a tra- That's one that needs an intermission. I think so you, anytime you're over three hours, you need an intermission. Dude, so have you guys seen uh, the movie Once Upon a Time in America? In Hollywood? Uh, yeah, Not I was Hollywood. about to say, I was all the, all the way with you until that last word there. No, no. no. In America, it's like an 80s, it's like one of those De Niro movies, and it's about Jew mob. But it is like three hours and forty-five minutes, and it is so long that they put an intermission in it. Wait, it's about what? It's about Jew mob. Jew mob? Yeah, Jewish Jew-mob. organized crime. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. And but you know what's really funny about it? So this movie goes. We're gonna it, break into these. We're gonna break into these. Uh... These, these change stores, machines. These stores. We're gonna <laughs> break into the stores, and we're gonna take the money. Take a few points off the stack, man. <laughs> listen, listen. It's really not in your best interest to uh, be running a business without some protection. It'd be a shame if someone would come over here and just smash your windows. Grab all of your shekels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm, they're just not a threatening people. They're just, not. <laughs> they're really not. It's hard to like look down and be like, "Oh shit, this guy's gonna kick my." Ass. Yeah, they're really not threatening. And what's funny too is that like, 
So this this movie it, it follows like a, a small gang of friends that you know they're friends since like little kids or whatever, and it follows their entire life. And at around three hours, the three hour mark when the movie has forty five minutes left, that's when they put the intermission in. They put it at the very end of the movie. Just for the third, yeah, just for the final act. So just for like the last forty five minutes. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Also, I'm concerned about the uh, the director. I know everyone in Hollywood has a rape fetish, but like there are two scenes in this movie where they've got Robert De Niro just p- forcing himself, absolutely just going on some girl like against her will. And what's worse is they like show the entire scene, so it just makes you feel really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, what the like fuck I'm just like I don't want to see this. This is just disturbing. They're going to end up putting, like, some child getting abused in it and call it days and just try and slip it by. Um, they borderline but, have that already. They show, like, there's, yeah. like, a scene There's like a scene in that movie when, like, the kid, when the main character, De Niro's character, he's, like, a little kid. He has this crush on a friend of his or whatever when they're, like, 12 years old. And he's, like, peeking in, or, peeking in on her through, like, a, a hole or something like that while she's undressing and you see her ass. I'm like, this is a 12-year-old girl. I don't want to see this. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, they're. I, it's I disgusting. They're gonna creep, creep closer and closer to that bullcrap. It's there are sick people. There are sick people. Those Hollywood types. They've got something wrong with them. It's a good movie. They though. get wiped off the face of the earth. It sounds good. That's three. Ah, man, it's it better be for that length. It, That's fucking. You get Lord of Ring. Lord of the Rings. I think it, it's meant to be kind of sad. Where it starts off with the main character being really old. You know, he's, like, returning back to, like, his childhood, like, town in, like, Staten Island. Where it was, like, this ethnically, you know, like, concentrated Jewish neighborhood or whatever. So everyone's, you've got, like, a bunch of seeds walking around everywhere. And, uh, it, like, and it's got, like, this very emotional music kind of playing through. It almost feels like you're, it's gearing up for, like, Schindler's List. Where it's meant to be, like, an emotional punch or something like that. But... You know, and, like, one of his childhood friends, they he gets, like, killed when they're, like, both kids or whatever. So it's meant to be kind of sad and sometimes, too. It's a good movie, but it just has those scenes. Like, for a three-hour and 45-minute film, you could do without the two-minute scene of the main character raping his childhood friend. Like, you could imply that he does it at the start and then maybe cut to when he's leaving. You don't have to show everything in between in very graphic detail. It's, yeah, it's disturbing. Like a million times in Hollywood. You show like, oh, wow, they're locked in a room. You know, uh, she looks scared. He looks, you know, horny. And then yeah. they, feel, you know, just go to the next scene. Yeah. What's worse, too, is that uh, this is just my critique of the film. It is a good film. But, like, so he rapes this girl. And then she goes off. She actually becomes a Hollywood actress, which is actually kind of funny that you'd get raped before you become a Hollywood actress. <laughs> Not during your time as a Hollywood actress. She's getting raped beforehand. But that's neither here nor there. And uh, and she she goes off, you know, and so he never sees her again for a while or whatever. And then, like, he comes back and visits her when they're, like, both old or something like that. And she's just unfazed to see him. She's just like, yeah, it doesn't bother me that you're here. 
And that's wow. that was like one of the only critiques I had of that story. I was like, I feel like if you'd been sexually assaulted by a guy, no matter how, doesn't matter if it's been 35 fucking years since you've last seen him, you would still you would still be a shock and probably infuriate you to see him. Yeah, Turbo, why don't you tell us based on your experience? Do you still feel shocked? Yeah, do you, you still feel traumatized? Being sexually assaulted. Assaulted, yeah. When you hear your uh, story. Oh, no, I've, I've never been raped. I don't know. I thought, that's not what I've heard. <laughs> uh, I play hot potato with rape accusations. Actually, no, I heard it was Kim. That I was the one raped? Or I raped him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We don't know. Anymore. We don't know anymore. I've never been raped. I've always enjoyed it. That's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I'm having a good time, it's it's not rape. I'm a, I want to start a new trend where you like talk about someone in terms of like their usefulness so like if you're say like a blacksmith and you only talk about them in like reference like uh metal or whatever so it confuses people whether or not you're talking about the product or the person mm. so you're talking about them like they're an object and so you're like talking to, you know you see like some cubans and so you're talking about them like they're cigars and you're confusing the person whether or not you're talking about cuban cigars or you're talking about actual people <laughs> yeah, you know, those little brown things. You those know, little brown just... things? He's like, man, if there were any more Cuban, Castro would have smoked them himself. And people were like, we're still talking about people, aren't we? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Such yeah, groundbreaking a... comedy, man. I I'm pretty know. sure they were doing this in, like, 1934. Wow. It's like, Thanks. type, like, who's on first type shit. Thanks. Yes, I'm glad you, I'm glad you approved, Turbo. They uh they they've been doing that for a while. That's because it's it's it still slaps. It's still good. You talk about Mexicans in like terms of tortillas. You're like I love eating them. I I cannot get enough of that floury texture that those people have. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. The uh, that doesn't work. That one doesn't work. Wanting, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've been wanting to go down to the border and uh, read some of these blue check uh, tweets about how America is like the worst place in the entire world uh, mm -hmm. to some of these Haitians and trying to get, get them to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> see, see if you change their mind. Turn around. Turn around. Trust me, you don't want to come here. It's really listen, racist. Listen, <laughs> this person really with 3,500 followers just tweeted out America is literally you wouldn't, do you know what Nazi Germany is? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be here either. Why don't you just tuck tail and turn around? Why don't you pack it right on up, buddy? <laughs> no chance on these NGOs, but uh, I think I could turn a few of them back. You think so? You think you'd change a couple minds? <laughs> it's like, do you, can you read this? No, you can't read this. Here, let me translate. God, that would be great. That would be pretty funny. Just uh, some very anti-immigration uh, billionaire, like, just puts up all of those lib tweets on uh, the billboards right by the border in Mexico. <laughs> See how horrible of a place this is? <laughs> Let's see. How many followers we got right now? See the numbers going up. 
You're still not at 300. I'm like, I've dropped. I'm at 290, though. <laughs> That's well, until you hit 500, it's me and Chicken show as far as the Twitter pages. All right, well, yeah, you can start recording. You can start recording this podcast on your own time. Right now, the podcast page has more followers than you. <laughs> I thought it was like that before. Oh, no, I, I had more followers than it on the old account, just barely. It was That's catching up to did. me, though. It was almost 400. Is it the po- have you have you at least retweeted Kim on the podcast page? Yeah, I think he posted. Okay, that. I, re- I retweeted that? me quote tweeting him. <laughs> Is that like a transitive property? What the fuck? He got a double it's a Twitter. double exposure because I quote tweeted him and I retweeted it. For me, that sounds like Twitter colonization. You just took what my is- post, used it on his to profit, and then used his post of my post to profit on the podcast. Your post was literally just like, hey, I'm here on Twitter. And I said, hey, look at this new account. Yeah. And steal any joke. That's true. I'm getting more exposure today extorting people into following me than I am uh, when I, during that tournament a couple weeks ago or last week. That was a waste of time. It was a waste of time, and then I got it to the end, and then I got voter suppressed out of the win. Voter suppressed. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, I, you I had lost people. one vote. You lost by like what twenty? <laughs> no, I'm holding on to it. I'm I'm holding on to it like Trump, man. I had I had people gonna... telling me that they were blocked by that dude. Tito was just the one that stood out. <clears throat> Oh, and then it also didn't help that uh, my the the people I was lobbying, uh, you know who I'm talking about, Tarpa. I don't know if I should drop his name on here either, but I guess I can. Well, Branch Cavidian, I was in a space with him, and I was basically lobbying him like I was running for president to get all of his alternate accounts. Because he's and, got like a dozen. Yeah, and he helped me throughout the entire tournament. And then when the final round came around, he went out to go take a smoke break, and then he never came back. So I actually went without those votes in the final round. I don't think he had 20. I don't know. Well, it wasn't just him. It was the same thing with, like, Benzo. There was another guy. He wasn't going to get you to win. You you lost by a good margin. I'm telling you, I had there were two big accounts, him and then Benzo Bobby with this guy with this 2,000 votes. He was the one lot getting campaigning for me as well. He was able to get me a good number of votes. If I had those two Benzo people show Bobby, yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah. If I had the if I had the the people who were backing me from the beginning back me in the final, I think I would have had a better chance. We should listen to Benzo Bobby's music on here. Man, is there a way to play? Function, if he's actually taking those things, posted, that shit would put me under, dude. Did he? He's like his entire TL is like I'm smoking another joint. <laughs> I'm taking. No, it's worse than that. It's yeah, like a pop it's worse than that. Like I just Roxy like Codone and doing Benzos and Roxy at the same time. Is yeah, a very very dangerous. Yeah. thing to do. My favorite thing about that dude is that he likes and retweets all of his own posts. Love that. That's one of the funniest things ever. He, it doesn't matter what it is. If he com- if he replies to one of your posts, it could be two laughing emojis. He'll still like it and retweet it so it shows up on his own profile as well. It's like no, a- but here's the thing. So like he's he's like drugged out all day and he's like he's like clearly mm-hmm. 
you know, he's got like learning disabilities or something. Yeah. Right. But then, uh, did you see his Rubik's cube video? No, I did not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, he can yeah. solve a Rubik's cube in like thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking sense. He's got some gift. He, he did. He he's did that thing. On. Yeah, it may have even been quicker than thirty seconds, dude. It was fast as shit. That's wild. So funny. Bored out. Yeah, I stand an autistic bard out. <laughs> oh, and it was like it was like definitely filmed by like his. It looked like his grandma. You could see her reflection in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the like case behind him. So it was like an old lady holding the camera. He was like, "Grandma, you need to take this video of me solving <laughs> this Rubik's cube." That's hilarious. I love that dude. Yes. That guy rules. <laughs> He's just that doing it. He just. This is a guy who I I personally think sh I'm shocked that he has 2,000 followers, but he just crushes it in the craziest ways, and I love it. No, Respect. he just follows everybody and then unfollows them. That's how he. You think so? Yeah. Because he was like a lot of people. He tells people if they don't follow him back, he's done it to people. Really, I see, and I just met this guy like last week. I didn't even know he existed prior to this. No, he's he's a complete like just he's a, he's a head case. He's a he's best friends with uh with Branch right now. Those two are always <laughs> in <laughs> spaces together. <laughs> Gosh, that is a uh, that is um, great. I bet you that's where the pills come from. Oh yeah. Is, uh, well, you know what I love too is that he like. Back when he first started following me, Benzo, I would post something like that's like a shit post or like that. It could be something about like the Holocaust, and he would put and he would respond like something like, "Oh, about like what he's taking this time." He goes, "I'm doing pretty good here," and he goes, "But what? How are you doing right now? Are you doing all right?" <laughs> like chatting me on, on like a Holocaust post or something like that. It's like, dude, it's so. Weird. <laughs> I love it. I love that guy. I love that dude so much. <laughs> Me and more people like like Benzo and Bobby. I mean, like, and granted, like, the, our side of Twitter's a little bit dementiated on some level already. So it's not like it, we, I can we can really judge him that much. But it's no, just it's great. a prerequisite to yeah. be. I think in this corner is to just to either. I mean, to see Goatsy and be and just kind of like roll your eyes and be like, okay, yeah, and you know. <laughs> just yeah. a little bit it's just like it's just funny and then like there's nothing wrong with it you're like alright whatever everybody's a little weird let me show you his song oh my god is there a way that you can play it through discord where I it'll can't. come through the podcast not that I know of I tried it last time and I couldn't get it to work well you could do it off your phone maybe yeah I just play because, it because um play it into the this is not this is not copyrighted music. Like this Hell is yes. it's we like can, our, we can play this on the pod. What if we? What if we? Uh, what if we just started using it as our intro? We could. Like, what are they? What is he gonna do? If we get permit, I mean, permission wouldn't be the worst thing to get. Mm -hmm. Dude, but, um, he's he's retarded. He won't know. We'll just <laughs> watch him is listen to good? this thing yeah listen he's a new follower of mine i'm gonna post this video this uh episode and then we're gonna i'm gonna post it to my tl and he's gonna this is gonna be the one that he listens to 
Nobody listens this far in. We're good. You don't think so? (laughs) I don't know. I I, I don't think. No idea. Yeah, we have no proof of that whatsoever. We really don't. We don't have anyone being like, wow, at the the 30 minutes. Like, wow, at the 45 minute mark, that was the best riff. When you called somebody a slur. When you call like and I didn't even slur. say it like in an abstract way. Like I said, like he is famous dude from YouTube. <laughs> He's the famous dude from YouTube, man. All right, let me just play this real quick. Oh my god, that hair! He's like he, yeah, his man, he is, some... his hair, Well, his hair is like a is like his natural hair color now. I saw a picture of him recently. Yeah, he looks like Bobby Hill. Alright, I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw this up on my phone. Or are you doing it? Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, everywhere I go. Daily, daily. Yes. Hey there, aren't you that famous dude from YouTube? Hey there, aren't you that famous dude from YouTube? Hey there, aren't you that famous dude from Please say it again. Please I reply, yes, I am. Now I feel like the man. Blow reefer on the camp. Yes, I smoked a couple crap. And probably took a couple zans. So just please just understand. Appreciate me for who the fuck I am. Recording song, making these hits. Man, I'm gonna never switch. Man, I'm gonna never stop grinding till I hit the top. Fuck you <laughs> if you hating on Jesus me. Christ. Fuck you all, your angels see. Let's go. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad, huh? <laughs> it's yeah, horrible. Yeah, no, it's. Well, the, just do it saying the same thing over and over again to start is such a bold move. And well, you know what's funny too is that like there's no real uh, lyrics in the sense that they have like a, uh, you know, like there's no rotation to the lyrics or whatever. It's just him talking into the microphone after he repeats himself over and over again. Oh man! So... You know that you know that uh, there's a scene. And also, he's he's not even famous on YouTube either. Like that's the weirdest yeah. part. He's He's just kind of going off this premise that. How many like, people does he have on YouTube? That's what I want to know. He's got ten thousand views. So yeah, not that impressive in YouTube standards. That's no, his only video on YouTube too. Yeah, what he's if, not the famous dude from YouTube. He's got one. How song. old is the video? It's one year old. <laughs> so, do you think if I genuinely uh, sent him a uh, a tweet and said, "Hey, are you that famous dude from YouTube?" What do you think? What do you think he would say? I think he'd retweet it. Yeah, you'd end up retweeting. You. you should do it. Social experiment on the podcast. Let's see what happens. He'd run to his. He'd run to his grandma's room and he'd be like, "Grandma, somebody just uh, contacted me on Twitter and asked me if I was the famous dude on YouTube." YouTube. The famous dude. Talk grandma, we're too. going to Hollywood, Grandma. Grandma, thank you so much for Pro Tools. It's totally paying off. There's Not this. The uh, there's this scene from Sopranos where like Chris like tries to sell one of his investors on like a a, a band or whatever to invest him, and uh, the guy's like Jewish. He goes like, 
I've, I've produced many hit records. He's like, this is not a hit. And I have like this image of like him pr- like trying to submit this to some sort of record album company. Yeah. And they're just like, a hit is a hit. And this is not a hit. Yeah, this <laughs> is the opposite. This is the opposite of a hit. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see that pitch. I, like, uh, it has to have like some sort of level of delusion in order to get that far. I don't know if Bobby has that, mm-hmm. um, but I just when you can watch that kind of hope or dream crash against like, you know, reality. Well, and okay, this is something that I'm looking at his hair. His blue hair in that picture has just really been bothering me, and I'm like, it reminds me of something, and I it hit me. His hair has like the same shape as like a hat that a woman would wear in like the 1920s. Let me pull up a picture of it real quick. But it's like that style where it comes down over the ears and then it just loops up. It is it is like a 1920s hat or something. Well, that was also just kind of like a um like an early not early 2000s. Doesn't his hair have that shape? Where Mid it looks 2000s, like a helmet? all the skater guys, like a lot of guys had hair shaped just like that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like that hat, though, for some reason. That's what I, like, thought of. It, like, loops down like a bucket on his head. The color is what's off-putting. Mm-hmm. He's a beautiful man. Beautiful. <clears throat> He's looking pretty uh, slim in that picture compared to how he looks right now. Yeah, I wonder how much of Percocets and Xanax every single day makes you bloat. Gotta be a good amount. Did you see his post the other day? It was, like, just a picture of the pack of cigarettes. What, and he's like, words? love these things. He, no, it was it was Marlboro, Marlboro Red. Red 100s. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> yeah, he said that. He goes, and I, I smoke three packs a day. Love Jeez. these things. I'm pretty addicted. Jesus Christ, oh, dude. God. He's not this... in the kind of like shape, dude, to be doing that. His heart is going to die. Three packs a day, dude. Three packs. See, and before, before even knowing this. the most hardcore cigarettes you can, you can smoke. <laughs> Even before doing this, he posted something on, like, my profile. It was about him, you know, like, you know, smoking a joint, a cigarette, and popping a couple pills or something. And I made a joking comment that was like, how's your heart? And he goes, it's great. It's like, Jesus Christ, Christ, dude. His heart has got to be about to shut down. What if he lives to be, like, 112 or some shit? That'd be wild. like one of the oldest people ever. It always is the people who are, uh, what is it, not worried about dying. They're the ones that end up living to be like 120. That dude in Texas finally kicked the bucket, but he was, yeah, he was 100. He was in the teens, I think. Yeah. And he was in World War II. That black dude, do you remember? And he would smoke a cigar every every night. Yeah. Uh, a shot of uh, Maker's Mark, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. That every night I'd have a cigar and a shot of Maker's Love it. Oh, dude! Once I hit a hundred, there would be no regard for anything. I'd be sm- I'd be chain smoking all day oh, long. Yeah. you've made it. So it's like, just like, who cares? Oh, what am I? It's, what am it's I? It's a house money kind of situation. <laughs> you're, like, you're already. You're like, what like am I gonna head. get cancer and not and not get to see my grandkids? They've already grown up by now. Yeah, yeah, they want me. They're to be old dead now. My, I'm a great grandparent by that time. I don't even know I exist. Just ready to check out. Yeah, you're you've you've like a bested Vegas at that point. Once you clip like ninety five, a hundred. Yeah. I think you're it, it once you get to that age, you're just like you might as well just enjoy yourself because you you're pushing it then. Yeah. Why not? I love it. 
Well, yeah, I, I picked smoking back up. I've, I've quit smoking, but if I reach like 90 years old, I'm going to pick it back up and I'm just going to I'm gonna smoke like four packs a day. Right. Just, yeah, just enjoy the last decade or so. My grandma went through like a pack a day for 40 something years and then just went cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Has has no problem with it now. That's just so, it's such a, like an old person thing. Like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be done when I'm done. That's what my grandpa did. He smoked like all the time. I remember growing up and one day he just stopped and people were like, aren't you going to have, you know, like I think the entire family thought he was going to have withdrawals, you know, it's going to be a whole journey. No, he yeah. just stopped. It was just, that's Whole it. Headache. Yeah. Just like that's whatever. There's something to that generation of old people. I was counting on Umami being here at the 35 mark. Uh, it's now an hour four. So, like, we can only hold okay. out so long for him. We can just get him. We can get him on the next time. He's yeah. got a podcast. We won't spoil it. But uh, oh, we're we're at an hour. Yeah, we're at an hour four right now. Uh, well, sorry, dude, you missed it. Yeah, he missed the, the show this time. Which I, I need to talk to him more, man. Uh, I made a joke about buying some Cuban cigars, or I needed a Cuban cigar plug, and he hit me up and was like, yeah, man, I can actually get you some. That's legit. And I'm, I'm, Are they I'm, illegal yet? Can you just buy them? No, they're, they're, they're still illegal, but what he was saying is that if you go down to Mexico, they're everywhere, and they're, su- and they're usually super cheap. And... The thing is, is that the border patrol doesn't, they're not looking for Cuban cigars. They're looking for drugs. And he said that, like, they, yeah, go, if there was they a- go across the border, like, so easy. You don't even have to hardly hide them. Yeah, if there was weed do on cigars, um, maybe. People try to take them back on cruise ships, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the customs will take them. But it's pretty nice while you're there in another country to get a Cuban, smoke yeah. it. But, like, yeah, I've seen people get them taken going back onto the cruise yeah well the way he was talking about was saying that he has a friend that they go down to uh, Juarez so like they're going down to Mexico themselves to get them across the border and coming back damn so hey and he said it's a pretty good and he gave me his price I was only gonna get a couple but for ten dollars a cigar I thought I'm paying, you know, you pay $8 for an average cigar, like a, a decent sized cigar at like a, at a liquor store. And it's usually not that good. Just, it's just cheaply made. So $10 a cigar for a Cuban, I might as well just buy a whole case, keep them over time. Do you have a humidor? A what? A humidor? I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, they're important if you want to keep a cigar longer than a couple days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to buy these expensive Cubans, if you're going to get good Cubans, you should probably, yeah. you know. I need to do my research. I'm not, I'm not in the custom of storing cigars over time. So, yeah, I probably should do my research. They're just, you can get a little cheap. I mean, like cheap, relatively cheap. Some of them are like pieces of jewelry boxes or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just like somewhere where it's like they're, they're stored in the proper temperature. Right, it's a temperature and humidity. Yeah. So it doesn't crack or get too wet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will start smoking a pipe. I would It'll do that, too. Guy. My coworker does that. Be like, uh, but will it stick at my house? They smell, it smells good. Pipe tobacco smells good. He does it mm-hmm. in our warehouse. I go out there and I don't mind it at all. Yeah. But, like, do you think it'll ruin – because the thing is, like, I feel like you look like an idiot doing it outside. It's mm-hmm. definitely, like, yeah. in-the-house in activity. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to it's gonna be worse than smoking cigs inside your house by far. 
Oh, really? Yeah. It's not like smoking weed or whatever. Like, if you smoke weed in your house within a couple hours, it's supposed to be trying to air it out a little bit. It's completely gone. Cigs linger, and then I think c- cigar and, and pipe smoke is worse than that. Yeah. I would only, like, with the cigars, I go outside of my balcony to smoke them. Yeah, they're... They make me spit too much. I don't. I don't enjoy them because I feel like my my mouth salivates, and I'm just mm. like constantly spitting. I haven't had that issue. I've I've had some though, some cigars. Like I said, with like a, if you go to like a at a liquor store to get them, some of them are just hit or misses, man. I've had some. I I try and you know just look around, get a different one or whatever based on price. Yeah. I got one last night because I was just like, you know, I was just having a busy day. And so the cool Texas weather, the weather's finally changing. I wanted to sit outside and smoke one. And I got that thing. That was the most disgusting cigar I've ever paid for. It was like $8. Yeah, bad cigars are not are not even fun to smoke. They're, yeah. they're like just rough. They just make you feel sick. I've had a lot of the cheap ones just for the fuck of it, and it's just not worth it, dude. They... It is a, it, quite an investment in time as well. Like, it's not like a cigarette for mm-hmm. me is about a three three to four minute exercise. Uh, cigars are like, you could be out there for 45 minutes. Oh, the big ones, you could be yeah. out there for an hour or two. And I mean, that's kind of why I, I'm i not like a regular smoker or anything, and I, I like yeah. them because... I go out there on the balcony with the intent that I'm going to spend my evening out there and just enjoy the fresh air. And that's kind of why I enjoy those. It feels more of like a, uh, just like a, you know, how a relaxing way to spend your evening. I wouldn't just strike up a fucking cigar out of nowhere (laughs) expecting to be done with it really quickly. It's like a whole hobby though. Like, especially back in Tampa, like, you know, Cigar City and a lot of like everybody smokes cigars these old men like they they're so into it they do it like they wait all week for the weekend to sit around and smoke like a cigar that goes for like two hours that rules some shit. i'm about it i mean i really do enjoy like the experience of just sitting outside and just enjoying the fresh air i, I like being outside man they, they got these like mm-hmm. shops where you can smoke inside and shit and that stuff is no, they got ones on the beach though, where you'll see all these old guys just sitting there. Oh yeah, like, see, that's legit. Playing with their they're having a blast, man. It's just it's a reason to sit outside and enjoy the yeah. weather. Yeah, <laughs> that reminds me of the meme that I just saw, where it was, or maybe it was a girl. It's it's a crazy that I just realized men invent because they thought it was gay to ask them to go on a, ask their buddy to go on a walk. Uh, it's just like they invented cigar smoking so they can just like chill with the fellas outside by the beach and just have a good time. Dude's rock. Dude, I want to, I'm not sure if the, how many people still do this to, uh, today. It seems like it's counterintuitive, but I definitely think, uh, what's it smoking a cigar while playing golf would be the best fucking thing in the world. I just did a, a company charity golf thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Golf is so awesome. I love golf. I love it so much. It's going to be one of those things that I just do for the same. Uh, it's so chill. You don't have to be good. Half of it's just drinking and chilling in a. I just love going out in like the early like weekend morning, like a Saturday morning, cool yeah. breeze, just like the most relaxing fucking way to start your morning. It really is a great way. I got mm. I got fried uh, on Monday when I did that. 
I didn't put any sunblock on. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. <laughs> Midday. You still got fried. Oh, it was such a stupid. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yep. Oh well, thanks for tuning into the Dudes Rock Pod. We're just gonna egg. We're. Just, I'm not waiting for him any longer. <laughs> he missed it. He missed this episode. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm a little joint. For sure. It's uh This is at the Suck Dictator, uh, but with no K and Suck. Um. um I'm tired of. I'm just gonna start waiting in silence until y'all catch on. Yeah. Uh, cocaine poops is my. At. Turbo come. I'm uh, at bondage underscore chicken BDSM poultry. There we go. There we go. Let's close this fucking shit out.